1: says? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, I don't think the pandemic is over, but what would I know? I'm um, just a rubber chicken. Well, you got your opinion. No, I know you do, but the CDC, I've, I've not got time for this. Some people are really upset. They don't think, they think it's over, okay? They call it an endemic. I don't know what an endemic Okay, we do not have time to argue about this. I've got to get on with Rantcast. Number 91, entitled... Oh, Canada. Yes, siri, Bob. I was just there, but we'll get to that uh, because I'm quite excited to tell you that I'm back on the bus here, really, in a in a parking lot in uh, Jamestown, New York. And uh, so I got to go down to Lissandro's and pick up some of that extraordinary Italian sausage, which it, ooh, I'm amazed. It, uh, it It is just terrific. It is just exceptional. And one of the great places to grab a breakfast... Uh, As far as I'm concerned in this country, and uh, I am just uh, and it helped take the edge off because I forgot my fucking computer. Okay, so I'm now using another computer and I don't know if it'll come over as well on that computer because, you know, how touchy all this equipment shit is. I can't fucking believe that's part of why I think the the rubber chicken may be right uh, that the pandemic may be over because I don't have a memory. Okay, I got about two thirds of it has kind of come back. And the rest of his, I woke up, I got to do, this is all I had to do today. And it's important, and it's important to be done well. And so uh, do I, does Lewis remember to pick up the computer so that he can do it? No, no, because Lewis, Lewis has no memory. Nope, and Lewis is talking to a rubber chicken to try to figure out what the rubber chicken wants to say today. But we're ready to roll. Um, we are back in Jamestown, and it is uh, uh, really uh, great to be here. I came down from Chautauqua. Uh, by the lake, and uh, we're, we'll be uh, honoring uh, the family of Carl Reiner uh, this evening and uh, tomorrow uh, at a very special event at the amphitheater there. And um, I think you may be able to catch it online, not tomorrow, but uh, if you go to uh, the Chautauqua uh, website, and I, I'm not going to sit here and give you the information, okay? I've already fucked up. I, I can't remember my computer, which is next to me. I don't remember every website. But if you go to Chautauqua, uh, you might be able to pick up that uh, the, we'll, the, the evening will cover the the career of uh, of the of the brilliant Mr. Reiner, who uh, also on Wednesday his exhibit will be installed just down the street here uh, in Jamestown, New York. Uh, they're getting ready to do their comedy festival, and uh, I won't be there here for that uh, because I'm a very very busy man. There's a lot of stuff going on it's going, uh, but I really. I wanted to just, uh, you know, spend some time talking to you about the fact that it was has been a pleasure because uh, between uh, leaving the the country to perform in Niagara Falls, Canada this past weekend on Friday, uh, I got out of the country on a Thursday, Friday and a a part of a Saturday. And it was it was I, I won't go as far as saying life changing, but it really it really fucking helped. I'll tell you that it really helps to get out of here because uh, all of a sudden you don't hear that, <laughs> well, you better be afraid because this is going to happen and things could go wrong in any minute. We have no idea what's going to happen. We don't know. It could go all batshit tomorrow. Yes, sir Bob. And we'll be back with more shitty news in a shitty period of time. Oh, we're back again. Here's a commercial for something that's bothering your prostate. You know, fucking unbelievable. You get to Canada. Oh, oh, nobody's yelling. Nobody's screaming. They seem to appreciate life. They're not like us down here. We don't appreciate life unless we're in a battle royale. And I'm noticing here as I'm talking because I have to see my fucking self uh, that uh, that my eyebrows need—they're—they're they're too weird at this point, and I need some help with that. And it's—it's it's a good thing I noticed it. I don't know, but that what an—that's uh, don't focus on it. You shouldn't focus on it, and I'll certainly go back to trying not to focus on it. Uh, but I needed—I just. I was very, uh, very impressed with the fact uh, uh, that what a joy it was. Uh, and I was very excited to, to work in Canada again. I'll tell you that. Um, it was uh, a terrific experience. In, uh, in, and, and right next to the falls. I mean, you sit there. I didn't watch TV. I didn't watch uh, all of those, the news. I watched no news, no news, no news. I just watched the falls powering out of uh, the power, the extraordinary power. Uh, that you watch, and I did not know because I'm uh, I'm beginning to think that I uh, my education was a piece of shit, and maybe they didn't want to teach me this so that I you know so that I didn't uh, feel upset that I didn't come up with the invention uh, was that Tesla, yes Tesla Nicholas Tesla uh, is the one who created uh, uh, made it is took that power of the, the Niagara Falls Canada and turned it into um, turned it into a uh, you know, an electric power source. That's right. Way back in the 18 fucking nineties. And uh, we've managed to take that power source and just go, Hey, we're going to use that power to scream at each other. We're going to use that power to make volume the loudest thing on the dock. We, we, you can't be able to fix the picture, but God damn it. That volume can go sky high. So when you're screaming, they get every note of it. It was so good to just listen to the falls. Uh, also, uh, you'll find when you get up there, uh, for those of you who are thinking of it, uh, maybe to, to get away, as I talked about last week as a kind of a mini vacation in this area, uh, you're going to enjoy the fact that the air in Canada is actually freer. You will feel freer by being there. You'll be freer from what? Uh, 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 anxiety, possibly, and depression, uh, because uh, your cage won't be rattled by a group of idiots, um, you know. Screaming about how they're, you know, they're unable uh, to deal with the, the way things are, and uh, and it, it, you know, and uh, you'll be able to get to a place in which, for a moment, you'll escape the fact that we live in a, a an experiment, really, in democracy where we're allowing the minority to rule. Uh, this was not a concept that our founding fathers thought of, uh, but we did want. Um, you know, those in the minority, we wanted their rights protected. And what we are kind of doing now, and keep this a secret between us, as I see it, is that we're what we're trying to achieve is uh, there are a minority of white people who seem to think their rights need to be protected. And they keep turning to the Constitution, but we'll also see this, and <laughs> it's not there. Um, so they have created an alternative reality in which... Um, they see things a completely different way but up in Canada it, it, it at least it felt like I'll have to go there for some more research maybe for oh 20 years and uh, and take a good look at um, if if they are uh, living in the same reality I believe they are and uh, and so that makes the air freer it really does as a matter of fact I'm I think it's, it will remain free. I'm worried that they will be uh, the next move by many uh, corporations will be a bidding war to, uh, to see if they can sell air. It's a commodity. They haven't gotten their little grubby hands on, and uh, we'll have to be paying a tax on it, which is really, uh, and it will be interesting because then we can go to court over the fact that they didn't clean the air and that they're killing us and we can file that suit. And then, um, the generations to come will uh, not only pay for that air, but uh, before the suit is finally settled, they'll drop dead. It's it's just it, it it just was so good to be away from those thoughts, those thoughts that wander down my the corridors of my mind, you know, yelling and screaming and haunting me, as they whatever thoughts might haunt you. So I'm just saying, you may want to get to Canada. It's well worth your time. It's well worth your energy. And this is the, the sweet spot right here, uh, the Jamestown parking lot, right? Right next to the hotel, uh, right next to the Doubletree, uh, where you can get your chocolate chip cookie. And what's better than a chocolate chip cookie? Huh? Uh, nothing. Fucking, I can't think of much except going to Canada. And uh, I'm, I kind of, I miss it now because I'm going to have to be, I'm down here. I've managed still. And as you can tell, I'm not bringing up the news. I'm trying to stay away from the news. I'm only talking about my paranoid ravings uh, today, but I'm trying to not delve into that because I want uh, wanted to give you a sense of just how great that, that experience was for me up there. And the I can't thank the audience enough for the folks at the Falls View Casino, the staff. Um, they, they really did do everything that they could to make me feel welcome. And I was pissed because I... I forgot two of my really, the bits I really wanted to, to do for them, except for missing those two, two pieces. The one about cats, which um, those of you in the, uh, in September, I, I hit the road again, will be hearing because it's one of those bits I can't, I can't seem to get rid of. I enjoy doing it too much. And the other one was the other was about, uh, uh, the former leader. And I, it, Um, And I I left that out, which was really sad because uh, uh, I know that the audience up there where he's not the former leader wouldn't get upset and would allow me to do it. And I could just kind of roll with it without worrying in a way that somebody who really has uh, adored our former leader on levels that I can't even imagine, which get close to cray cray at times when you're dealing with an audience, uh, wouldn't be screaming out stuff about it. uh, because what I was saying was uh, true, because <laughs> he kind of did do the thing I was saying. But I'm, I'm leaving. The, I'm, I'm, you'll see it. Uh, I, I will tell my the Canadian friends up there who missed it. You will see it in the special and the rest of you will see it along the way until I wrap things up and let all of it go and have a whole new act, which is uh, really uh, already uh, got the first 20 minutes of it. But I don't want to think about that now. Because that's work, and uh, I don't want to th- think about, <laughs> about work at this point. That's where we are. That's it. I am not going to talk about uh, uh, what occurred in the, the, uh, uh, you know, the, the last uh, January 6th thing. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about uh, who they think is going to win the presidency or the price of gas or any of that. And we're just going to roll out and enjoy our summer and get out there. And put those ribs on the uh, grill or whatever your fancy is. Uh, Impossible burger, even. I can't wait to try one of those barbecued. Yummy. Yum, fuck yum. Um, but uh, I couldn't be happier t- this morning. I'm content with my Lissandro's perfectly uh, spicy Italian sausage. I've had a couple of rounds of golf that I won't talk about because that's worse than talking about the news. Sad to watch. Sad to watch uh, it, it, I call it just old, sad golf I, I play part of the time it's who's that oh that's the old sad golfer uh, heading off into the sunset um, with his uh, with his chipper, yes, siri. his wood chipper he, because he's going to jump in the wood chipper because he can't chip, <laughs> and that's a little golf joke that I just wanted to share with you i you can tell uh that. Uh, I really uh you know, I I really have been enjoying myself, which is why I you get a stupid joke like that, and if I keep going you'll get other stupid jokes. So we're gonna wrap this up. It's gonna be kind of a shorty. Unless I get going again. Um I head out from here uh to California go to the the wedding of a friend of mine's daughter. I'm a little nervous about that because as the uh the rubber chicken is so Aptly put it, uh, I'm not sure the pandemic is over. Uh, and they keep saying that this new variant is the worst variant of all of the variants that had been the worst. This was by far the worst. This was worser than the worst could be imagined of the worst things that have ever happened in terms of variosity, in terms of variants. So that doesn't make me happy. I got to wander around an airport and I think they're, they're, uh, You know, they're doing a, it's a large event and part of it's indoors. And that's a little, you know, I wish I had, I don't, I'm not over it. I'm still trying to escape it. I haven't had it and I'm running from it. Like, uh, like, uh, you know, many criminals run from the law. That's the way I feel. I'm out there in the fields firing that little pop gun back at them. I got a vaccine. I got a vaccine. And then they, that goes over the, uh, the variant's head and he's tackled out there and poof, he didn't live to tell the tale. Um, but from everything they told me, it, you know, I just don't want to be sick. Okay. They say they won't, you, your chances of going to the hospital are minimal. I don't want to get sick. That's it. As it is, I got some sort of a sinus festival occurring, but I, I'm sharing too much and it's time for me to go. Um, so I'll be out there in California. I haven't been out there in a long, long time. And, uh, uh, I just wanted to say that, uh, you're going to uh, in, enjoy this week's. I hope you're going to enjoy this week's uh, rants that come from uh, come to you from that show that I did in Canada. Uh, I think you're going to really enjoy them. They wrote some really very funny stuff and didn't focus on the the shitstorm that we lived through. I'm not talking about the pandemic, I'm talking about the thing that I've ignored throughout this entire uh, fucking intro to to Randcast 91 entitled "Oh Canada. Uh, I'd sing it for you, but, uh, I want people to be able to, I, and I want to keep my standing up there. It's "Oh Canada. I long to eat with you at a variety of restaurants and have some of your bacon too. It's a wonderful, wonderful song. I think it's like, no, it's not. I used to think it was like Maryland, my Maryland. It may be, uh, my brain cannot contain that much, so enjoy uh, our friends from the north ranting about uh, what irritates them, and uh, have really a great week. Turn the TV on just a little less uh, and enjoy yourselves. And here's hoping uh, the, the storms don't come your way, that you, you know that humidity doesn't come your way. And uh, I don't know if you can hear in the background, the AC is coming our way. So it's time to say goodbye. Uh, Thanks for joining us. And it really has been a pleasure, as always, to spend time with you. Uh, It means a lot to me, a lot more than you'll ever know. Take care.
0: in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home you can do this when you angie that download the free angie mobile app today or visit angie.com that's a-n-g-i.com
1: we are coming to you live from the falls view casino in beautiful niagara falls canada at the avalon theater for those of you who've not been up here get your fucking ass up here i'm serious I am fucking serious. You don't come up here to get married. That's just fucking stupid. You come up here to fucking take a look and then you can get in the boat that goes on. I should have gotten in the boat. God damn it. I can't get in the boat. I got to leave tomorrow. I fucked up. I was supposed to fucking get here early. But apparently we have trouble building our roads in my country. Two and a half hours to get to Erie, and who the fuck wants to get to Erie? <laughs> so get up here. It is absolutely stunning and well worth your time, and um, it'll be interesting because it won't be people. People aren't going to be standing around here screaming at each other like at home. <laughs> the only the only loud noise will be the sound of the falls. So join us, okay? It's really quite something, and it's quite beautiful. And then you can go right out into the casino and piss it all away. This is uh, uh, from R.J. Bowden, and uh, I'm, I'm reading this because it gives a... It, I forget, um, and uh, other performers, I think, forget... Uh, what you folks do to come out to see a show and uh, it 's extraordinary sometimes and uh, r j has written written a saga i 've never gotten one in uh, all the times that i 've been reading these and uh, it 's really uh, it 's important to be reminded uh, how much you give when you when you show up to see someone um, and I, it's it 's truly appreciated by me, and this will give you a bit of perspective, especially those of you in, in At home. Uh, Bit of an odyssey to get to your show tonight. I begged, I borrowed, I stole. Guess my wife will have to search someone else's couch cushions for enough spare change to buy her mocha frappa. What the fuck a Chino? (laughs) I got a cheap bus down here from Toronto. Left early to ensure I had plenty of time. Arrived at the bus terminal to find I was at the wrong fucking station. I needed to get across Toronto during morning rush hour. What kind of a complete and total fuckwit do I have to be to get an entire fucking bus terminal wrong? We all do it now. It's called pandemicitis. We all do it. We go, "Oh, it's on Thursday." No, it's not. It was on Tuesday, you fuck. But they begin with T's. Fortunately, I found the most insane Uber driver in southern Ontario, and he got me to the correct station just in time. Five stars, Sonny. And then I get the bus to Niagara Falls, Ontario, it was packed, like people clinging to the sides of the bus packed. I grabbed a window seat, and the lady in front of me decides she's going to recline all the way back for the entire fucking journey! On the bright side, it's six hours later, and I think I can feel my patellas rotating back to their original position. (laughs) On my fucking knees, I get to my moderately priced prepaid hotel to find that I need to wait an extra three hours before they can book me in. Grumbling, I took a walk to cool off and get the crunching noise out of my knees. I come back to my prepaid room to find out that I not only give them a credit card for the booking, but also pay, this is unbelievable, an extra $150 Canadian on top of that to cover my damages for my room. What? I begged, I borrowed, I stole to get here. I just barely made it by the skin of my teeth. And this fucking cheap-ass hotel wants to hold $150 of my dollars hostage on the off chance that I... Go, um, uh, that, that, uh, that I go on a, um, on a rock star cocaine-fueled bender and trash their pressures three hours to prepare, yet somehow still not clean, hotel room? I'll get that money back when they determine that I did not, in fact, trash the place. But the night is young, Lewis. I'm an hour early for the show, and they won't get, let me get my tickets yet. I'm sitting in the lobby... Writing this rant on a cell phone, typing with huge-ass sausages for fingers on the tiniest keyboard, (laughs) fighting a sorely misguided spell check that insists, no, you really do want to say duck. Never mind the grammar, poor pronunciations, and misspellings that haunt this rant. Fuck! Please let there be a merchant table. I'm in serious need to be passively reminded everyone how pissed it's pissed, not past, Fucking spell check! How pissed I am at everything right now. Break a leg, Lewis. I'll be grading you on grammar and poise from the members section. My phone spell check just changed cocaine to Cochise. Who the fuck programs this thing? For the love of God, I've got to get myself some CBD el- edibles that you keep mentioning in your rant cast. Back! Thank you, RJ. <laughs> From Denise Tuck, she's here. What, with gas prices as they are and being an American, Buffalo, New York, living in Canada, with the advent of electric cars, can't we fuel our current cars with moose piss? It's everywhere, and sure as fuck must be cheaper. Just saying. Uh. <laughs> Derek Ram, I'm from Canada, and would like to know what the fuck is going on in the meth lab in our basement. <laughs> Have you all gone mad? No, but we're trying an experiment. We're doing democracy and letting the minority run the country. That's what we're doing. It's a whole experiment you're going to enjoy watching. It's really unbelievable. It's a fucking democracy run by a minority. It's fuck. I didn't even get to that tonight. God damn it. I haven't written any jokes yet. Maybe that's the reason you didn't fucking talk about it, asshole, so shut up. From... Uh, To unlock the damn metric system, I like my steak served in pounds and ounces. I get that. I would not know. We're pathetic. We broke down. We were going to have the metric system, and then we started. It's it's mad. (laughs) Robert Spivak, how uh, uh, is the price of gas changing daily? The cost to pull it out of the ground costs the same every day. Well, it does, Robert. And if I had any concept of how to explain math to you, I could tell you why we're fucked. There's a whole lot of things that go into besides them pulling it out. Because there's a guy in between. There's all these people in between. And they're all going, give me that, give me that, give me that. And they all take a little bit of money. And then they come to you and go, it's up to you, you fuck. That's why, Robert. That cleared it up for you, I'm sure. This is Adam Ravenhill. Uh, Lewis, have you ever seen such lunacy as these fuckers who call themselves the Freedom Convoy? I I never understood this. I was getting stuff from folks when we were doing the rants about them. Thanks to these bastards, I couldn't put a Canadian fucking flag on my car for July 1st unless I wanted to be deemed a racist lunatic. (laughs) Here I am doing what I can for the greater good by wearing a mask and getting a vaccine. And Bob in a transport truck is pissed he can't go to the bar. <laughs> Being in Niagara Falls, I can't wait to hear how fucking quiet this place gets. Good luck. Thank you, Adam. This is from William Grimwood. Okay, I'm going to be at your Niagara Falls show and there's something I've been becoming more and more aware of. It's been annoying the fuck out of me. I've listened to all your Rantcast episodes, and I know that when it comes to driving, you have a lot of complaints. Traffic, road conditions, roundup bouts. I'm offering up a new one. hmm You see, whenever I go to a mall or a big box store, I'll park my car in the parking lot far away from everyone. I do this so that the elderly and people with families who need to be close to the building can do so. Plus, I can – whoop, you fucker – plus, I can use the exercise – But I've noticed more often than not, I'll exit the building and head to my car only to find someone has parked right next to my vehicle. Why? Why the fuck did someone decide that of all the parking spaces there are to choose from, they had to park right next to my car? I parked so far out so they could park closer to the building, why didn't they take one of the spots I left them? That's what they're fucking there for. Or why didn't they pick another of the number of spaces this far away from the store? Why did they pick the one right next to mine? Did they think my car was lonely and needed a friend? Well, if my car is anything like me, uh, it, it, it thinks your car is a prick, just like its owner, and wants to tell your car to fuck off. I've wondered why this has been happening so often. And I have only one explanation. I drive a yellow car. I I love my yellow car. Whenever I park amongst other vehicles, I'll go out into a parking lot and easily spot it. It glows like a beacon amongst the clinically depressing, sea of bland, uninspiring sadness that car colors are now. And that's why I think they do it. They park next to my vehicle to remember where they parked. They imprint one of their two remaining brain cells, not the word yellow because I assume that word has too many syllables for them. Instead, they just remember the color and then they go inside to accomplish everything they put to their, their memory to on the other brain cell. When they're done, they'll be able to find their vehicle remembering it's next to something yellow. The problem for them though becomes when I finish my shopping, gotten into my car, and left before they're done they exit the store and that brain cell flares up so they start looking for the yellow color but but instead they just wander aimlessly through the parking lot without a spot of yellow to be seen they shuffle around like a zombie but instead of moaning brains, they're mumbling to themselves, yellow as they start to worry if this is the first signs of early onset dementia I like to think There are people still out there who to this day have never found their vehicle. (laughs) And that would serve them right for parking right next to my yellow fucking car. Thank you, William. I'm going to end this with Don Dundas and uh, uh, Mrs. Uh, Hi, Lewis. Me and my wife went to a Blue Jays game the other day, only to have to ask the question, who the fuck brings a toddler to the ballpark? (laughs) Apparently these dipshit assholes in front of us do. So as a consequence of these actions, my wife and I were treated to the secondary entertainment of judging this family. (laughs) No, I'm not going to start off by shitting on the kid. It's not the kid's fault. He's being raised by douchebags. He had a cute little head of blonde curls, but unfortunately had a face that looked like a, a bag of smashed assholes. Still, not his fault. He was being passed back and forth between different members of the family, including what I could only assume included siblings and a grandparent. But in lies why you don't bring a toddler to a fucking ball game. I like kids. When someone starts to tell me they hate kids, I generally assume they're a bit of a dick, but they just don't need to be some places. You know, like stadiums, arenas, amusement parks, and any flight unless an elderly relative is dying. Any place that you think would be cute for them, but they can't appreciate because they're a goddamn toddler. Your kid flung ice cream And it landed on my wife. Yeah. You were empathizing with the toddler, you fuckers. Wow. Only in Canada. You probably all have a picture of the child in your head. The guy who's fucking writing this thing and busting his ass to get his complaint out. You're going, no. She fucking... The the kid flung ice cream. And it landed on his wife and you're actually... Oh, how cute. You can't just feed the ugly little shit and call that parenting. Look at the mess you've made as a group. It was the first game of the doubleheader. Great job making work for people. And since I'm busy hating the parents, do you really think your Rolex ball cap is impressing people? Do you really think that anyone doesn't realize you wrapped a $100 bill around the small bills to try and impress people around you? This ballpark hasn't accepted cash in the stand since the start of COVID. Maybe you haven't been here much and haven't gotten a memo, but fuck you anyways for spending $12 on a tall boy. Fuck anybody who spends $12 on a tall boy beer. I wouldn't spend $12 on a tall boy beer if I had the fucking shakes and thought that bugs were crawling all over me. Especially when I'm buying that beer off of Rogers Communications. (laughs) Did you hear about that one, Lou? The fuckers that stole our stadium, bought our ball club, pretty much shut the economy of the country down because their system went down. I'm digressing again. This is supposed to be about baseball. Well, fuck people who start the wave when the game is good. You're supposed to do that when the crowd is quiet. Maybe build things up a bit. That's kind of a baseball game. That's the way it should go. Go, Jays, go. And go, Orioles, too. Well, that was very sweet, Don. That was nice of him. That's why I'm his side. I hope you all, at some point, that child shows up on the plane. It's been a pleasure spending time with you again. I love your country dearly. Thank you for making me feel welcome. And we'll see you down the road. Take care of each other. Good night. It is produced by James Salkine, our theme song by Chris Lane, executive producer Ben Brewer, executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. And most of all, thank you, all of you who ranted so well on this show.